Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we are focusing on the topic, A Heart Like Yours, based on the reading of Jonah chapter 3 and verse 9. The word of the Lord said, Who can tell if God will turn and repent, and turn away from his fierce anger, that we perish not? Do you know that sometimes, as Christians, we tend to look at certain people and believe that they would never become a Christian? Have you ever noticed how we treat people like the pedophile, the homosexual, the rum drinker, the fornicator, the adulterer, and the criminal? Have you ever noticed that during our witnessing programs, at times we shy away from taking the message of salvation to these groups of people because we seem to believe that they would never accept the message of salvation? Could it be that we are sitting in judgment and determining who we believe would respond to the gospel of salvation and who we believe would not? It is as if we have forgotten what the word of the Lord said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1. The word of the Lord said, Judge not, that ye be not judged. Here Jesus makes it clear that we should not stand in judgment. God doesn't want us to sit by and determine who would accept the plan of redemption and who would not. All God wants us to do is to take the message of salvation to everyone and then allow the Holy Spirit to his work of convicting the soul. You see, my friend, the Bible gives us a good reason why we should not sit in judgment. In 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7, the Bible said, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord saith not as man see. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. When we examine carefully the story found in the book of Jonah, we can see that the prophet was looking on the outward appearance of the children of Nineveh. This country was a sinful and heathen nation. These people were not practicing the principles outlined in the scriptures. These people were living in sin and practicing sin. Jonah had no knowledge of the heart of the king or the heart of the people. He was just paying attention to what he could see. But God knew what was going on in their heart. You see, the Holy Spirit was working on their heart prior to the arrival of Jonah. God knew that they were in a position to act on the knowledge they had. And God knew exactly what needed to be done to bring them to the point of repentance. And this is why God sent Jonah with this message of warning of doom. These people were given 40 days to decide if they would lean on the Lord's side or continue to live in sin. In Jonah chapter 3 and verse 9, we get a glimpse of what was going on in the mind of the king. The Bible said, Who can tell if God will turn and repent 
and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not. Do you see what was driving the king to tell the people to go down in sackcloth and ashes? Do you see what was driving the king to call his people into a period of fasting and repentance? How could the king draw the conclusion that the God of heaven and earth may repent of his decision to wipe them out if they repented of their sins? The Bible doesn't give any specific answer to these questions. What we can draw from the Bible is the fact that the king decided that there was a high probability that the repentance of the people of Nineveh could cause the God to repent of his decision to wipe them from the face of the earth. Matthew Henry in his commentary on this passage of scripture said the following, and I quote, Upon what inducement this fast is proclaimed and religiously observed? Who can tell if God will turn and repent? What degree of hope they had of it? Who can tell if God will turn to us? Jonah had not told them that. They had not among them any other prophet to tell them so that they could not be so confident of finding mercy upon their repentance as we may, who have the promise and oath of God to depend upon, and especially the merit and mediation of Christ to trust for pardon upon repentance. Yet, they had a general notion of the goodness of God's nature, His mercy to men, and His being pleased with the repentance and conversion of sinners. And from this, they raised some hope that he would spare them. They dare not presume, but they will not despair. Note, hope of mercy is the greatest encouragement to repentance and reformation. And though there be but some glimmerings of hope mixed with great fear arising from a sense of our own sinfulness and unworthiness, and long abuse of divine patience, yet they may serve to quicken and encourage our serious repentance and reformation. End of quote. Today, God is reminding us that we should not judge others. God is reminding us that our job is to sow the seed. Our job is to do what the Lord has asked us to do. Our job is to love all the people in the same way God loves them. Today, God is reminding us to go and share the message of salvation and teach others what we have been taught by Him. God wants us to have a heart like His, one that is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Can you imagine the number of people that would have given their heart to the Lord if we spent more of our time sharing the message of salvation instead of trying to determine who would accept the plan of salvation and who would not? Can you imagine the number of people who would become followers of Christ if we were to show them the kind of love that God showed to the people of Nineveh? 
I pray that we will continue to ask the Holy Spirit to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gift of wisdom so that He can help us to partner with God in the saving of souls. By doing so, we will stop trying to determine who we think would give their hearts to the Lord. A heart like the heart of God is what all of us should strive to reflect. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy upon us. Father, we thank you for your forgiveness and your watch cure over us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us that we should not judge others. Lord, we beg you that you would give us a heart like yours, one that could love everyone unconditionally. We thank you for the reminder, Lord, that no one is beyond the reach of your hand. Help us, Lord, to partner with you to help those who are lost in sin to repent of their transgressions and to, to accept you as Lord and Savior through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.